Yeah. The date today is the 1st. July the 1st. July the 1st. It's summertime. Though you wouldn't know it with the temperature. We are trying a different mic which has a lovely blue light on it, Tiff. What do you mean you wouldn't know with the temperature? It's pretty warm. Do you feel? I I feel it's cold. No, I feel quite warm. Mm. It's not too bad today. I feel it quite warm. Well, I'm old. You are old. I am old. And. We're a little bit late in starting because, you know, the diva. I was busy cleaning my room ready for my new PC. A new PC? Yeah. Another needless new gadget? No. Okay, well, your PC is needless then. If I didn't have a PC, how would we record this podcast? We could go down to my house and record it from there. But you wouldn't have a PC PC. either. I introduced you kids to Um, computers. I got an update on my PC, okay, because it's getting custom built. Like the skateboard? Yeah. Will this see more use than the skateboard? Yeah, it will. So, at the moment, my order is in production. Okay. And then the last bit is system build and quality assurance, and then it's going to get shipped. But I think it's going to be shipped whilst I'm in Paris. But that's not a bad thing, because I'll have something to look forward to when I come back. Hey kids, let's get started. Hi. <laughs> and Stephen is maintaining yeah. actually a manly silence. Do you, do you want to build up, Steve? No, no, Here's no. Steve. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Are you going to say hi? Uh, oh yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <sighs> So, here we are on episode, I believe, get my glasses, 59. 59 episodes we've done, Stephen. And most of those have featured Tiff, who we will be going to for her insights on streaming in just a few minutes. But first, here's Steve. I've been doing more gaming than normal. A lot more gaming than normal. Um... Being that your room is fitted with PS4, PS5, PS4, Xbox, Xbox, Switch, this is not a big surprise that you're doing more gaming. Yeah, but I stopped gaming for a while. There were other things going on. Okay. So, So, what you been playing, kid? I've been playing a lot of WWE 2K23. As have I. And I've been playing the AEW Fight Forever game. Why? I used to play when wrestling games came out back on the PS1. Yes. I would play the WCW ones, the ECW ones. Uh, Hang on, there was an ECW game? Yeah, Anarchy Rules. Okay. Uh, Backyard Wrestling, Fight Club. If it was a wrestling game, I'd play it. And I was curious because I'd seen some bad reviews about AEW, so I thought I will play it for myself to see if it is it any good or not, basically. And luckily, I managed to find it really Excuse me. cheap, which is really bizarre when it's a game that's only just come out, which is usually isn't that good a sign. Now to explain WWE is the world leader in 
Wrestling. It's the biggest promotion on the face of the planet. AEW is kind of a quirky upstart. Yeah, it's been around since 2019. And now they've bought their own video game out. Because what AEW have done is... AEW standing for All Elite Wrestling. They have kind of partnered up so... Organisations like um, TNA, Total Non-Stop Action Wrestling, are part of AEW now. Ring of Honor, part of AEW now. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So they are doing what the WWE did to become the WWF, which is absorb other wrestling promotions. They're absorbing. What one, yeah, was the one that was really hardcore? ECW. There ECW. We go, Extreme yeah. Championship Wrestling. ECW. Also known on their t shirts as ECFNW. <laughs> they so they're doing what Vince McMahon used to do. Yeah. So this game is it's their first game and I found very I've only played a little of it, but I found you really can't compare it to WWE 2K23, the latest one, because the WWE have been bringing out video games every single year for the past 25 years. Really? Yeah, since 1998 with WWF Warzone. Haven't they won some kind of awards for 2K23? And from my point of view, it's it's well-deserved because the graphics are second to none. I mean, they they are photorealistic. It is. The, the WWE one is, it's got a long story mode, it's got an endless roster of wrestlers. How do you actually play in story mode with that? Is it just fight after fight after what fight? What they do is it's called showcase mode. So what you're doing is you're redoing John Cena's matches, except you're playing um. the ones that he lost. So he's trying to beat you, and you're playing the people that beat him. Fine, okay. And if, In the order that he he wrestled them so in his career. Okay. If you beat the challenge, you unlock a wrestler. And AEW, uh, WWE, their game is absolutely... Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. You've oversimplified it a little bit, because in order to... <laughs> you, you, can, you can beat Cena as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. In that mode. But in order to unlock the wrestler, you have to f- use the on screen prompts to duplicate what the wrestler did to beat him. Oh, That's okay. how it's a little bit more complicated yeah. in order to unlock the wrestler. It's usually with a WWE kind of story mode, I breeze through it in a couple of days. Because it's it's usually the same thing over and over again. Mm. This one is a lot more complicated. And there's this thing called uh, rubber banding in games. Which basically, when you're getting towards the end of a match, to make it a bit more complicated, your health will dramatically, like one punch will turn you to red, which is like critical hit. Yeah. Even if you don't have any damage taken beforehand. And it's so that your opponent can catch up fast. Fine, okay. So it, it gets very hard in the last couple of seconds. Yeah. 
AEW is a lot more arcadey, uh, much more violent. What do you mean arcadey? Arcade, You're not putting arcade-y. ten peas in the side of your TV, are you? Um, a WWE is much more simulation based. Okay. So it's you're duplicating what you see them do. Right. AEW is a lot more. The game is a lot more far fetched. What are the graphics like? They're much more cartoony. They're not realistic. Are uh, these like the WWE sort? games, say, of the early two thousands? Yeah, I'd say more blocky. They're not just blocky. It's like you've got a electric barbed wire deathmatch, exploding deathmatch, where the ring basically explodes after you do a certain amount of moves. Um, I think they've gone for the cartoony approach because they said it's they want to go back to the original wrestling games like the. There we go. You have attitude when it was a much more simple pick up and play. Yeah. Mm. It's good, but it needs a lot of work to get to WWE. But they have had twenty five years to basically just make it perfect. Didn't they develop a new game engine for two K twenty two? Yes. Which they've refined now. Because well, I thought that two K twenty two was supposed to yeah. run for years. Whereas a company called uh, THQ and I think it's Yikes, I think that's the company. They they used to make the WWE games back when WWF uh, SmackDown the games and those came out. Hmm. They now make the AEW games, well this game, so it does have a decent grounding to begin with. Because it has the kind of the WWE cast-offs making it up. Okay. So you've played it one morning. Yeah. And based on what you've played so far, how would you rate it out of ten? Out of ten, right. Bearing now, in mind that first impressions count, and that's what you've had. First impression, I would say six out of ten. Ooh, that's that's got room to work then. It's wait. When did you play it? Was it only this morning? This morning. So I don't have a full. It's not fair rating. I don't have a full. Well, it is if it's first impression. When did you watch whatever you're covering on streaming? Last night. That might not be a fair rating. Yeah, but watching something and playing something is a bit different. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anything else? The other thing I've been playing is Disney Dreamlight Valley. I was wondering what was under my desk. It's your leg. Yeah, because Bo's like kind of right here. Yes. So um, which is basically what a life simulator is. Yeah. Forget the distraction that is Tiff opening her can. Sorry. <laughs> it's a life simulator where you interact with different Disney characters in a world that's a virtual world that's basically ever evolving. It's not it's in early it's in early access now. It will be available 
later on in the year as a full version. Now, I have started playing Dreamlight Valley, and so far I have been blown away by its potential. Yeah. Even you like Dreamlight Valley. Yeah. Wow. What? Why wouldn't I like Dreamlight you Valley? You always make fun of the games that I play, and that is like very similar to the games I play. So. But the games you play are sometimes dumb. No, they're not. <laughs> this is like. It's Disney. But yeah. these Disney characters—they don't just wait around for you to go and uh, interact with them. They will go about doing their own things. Yeah. Yeah. They'll even act as if you're not there. Like Wally will actually go and charge himself up. <laughs> because it's a re- it's a real day and night cycle. It will actually be this, night when this it is night. Has blown me away, right? Okay. I haven't seen it myself. I haven't played enough of it. But Steve was telling me that if you play it in the morning, it's morning on the game. If you play it sort of evening, it gradually gets darker on the game as it's getting darker outside. So if you play it at night, it's dark. Yeah. That has blown my mind. Do you get (coughs) other... I'm assuming you can go and collect things and stuff like that. Like, say if you went... I don't know if it is because I haven't played it, but say if you went fishing, okay, would you find different fish than would you when you go at night time yes you'd find yeah. different and it's like animal crossing so depending on what time you're playing it you can find different rare things okay and you have to give these two different characters to unlock other areas because you've got a limited area at the moment but when you see what's to come in the cas- castle Space itself it's, it's going to be huge yeah, that's what I was saying with its potential. Yeah. Have you bought it yet? No, I haven't yet. I thought you were buying it on payday. Payday's next month now. Oh my god. She she's gonna wait us out until it's her birthday. The, the, only, <laughs> the only thing I would say with it yeah. is if you're going to get it on the Switch, I would play it on the TV, not in handheld mode, because the when you unlock new characters and there's a bit of world building in there where you can change things in the world from what I've seen in the access I have I don't think it'd work that well in handheld mode I think you'd actually need it on a big screen I could play it on my PC yeah I'd do it on the PC then she's just worked in another reference to the PC because I've bought a 27 inch monitor screen this is going to be the theme of the show. And it's an Asus. Oh, you can get a proper one then. It is a proper one. So, mm. Any other games, Stephen? That's everything. I think I'm going to buy it on for the PC. <laughs> you buy it for your PS4, then we could all play at the same no, time. I want to play it on PC. Fine, Miss Independent. <laughs> right then. Tiff. What's good in the world of streaming, kiddo? Well, recently I've noticed that Netflix have released all... I don't know if it's seven? Seven or is it eight movies of Harry Potter? 
seven, seven books, books, but there's eight, eight movies. Eight movies. There we go. Because I'm pretty, yeah, I, I know that the last movie, was it called Deathly Hallows? Is that one? Yeah, part that's one two, and part two. two yeah, there we go. But oddly enough, before it got released on Netflix, I rewatched them all anyway. Like about winter time. Because okay. I, think, I think that's the only time you could appro- a- properly watch it. I don't think I could watch a Harry Potter movie in summer. That's because the first two we watched around Christmas time, when Harry Potter was just gaining momentum, and uh, I took you to the town hall cinema to show to we could see the second film. That was in the days when I would read the Harry Potter stories to you. Yeah. I think we only got as far as one. I was going to read them all. But something happened. Somebody gave a spoiler. I did. Do you remember, Steve? Yeah. I didn't know it was a spoiler. How could you not know it was a spoiler? Because I thought you'd watched the movie by now. No. Well, that's not my fault. I was saving it. it. Saving it for what? A rainy day in winter. Wow, well, you waited too long, didn't you? So, spoiler over here, spoiled the Harry Potter series. I did. It took me a while to watch the series, but eventually I did. I think you gave me all the DVDs and all the books that day. Yes. Yeah. Then I went and bought them on blue. Yeah, you did. Because they were in a sale in an Asda, I think. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the worst, most heinous things you ever did to me. That's near the top of a very long list. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I wanted to take your shoe off and throw throw it at you. Because not only did you spoil it, you then laughed. Yeah. It's like... And then they did a Big Bang Theory episode where Sheldon did exactly the same thing to Leonard. And I thought, this show is like my autobiography. But I think it's more like I've got a nervous laugh. Like, I've done something, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I think it's more like a nervous laugh, because when I've recently taken up golf, okay? <laughs> and I was thinking about this the other day, okay? Alice <laughs> Cooper plays golf, so why can't I play golf? You're playing golf because Alice Cooper plays golf? Well. Are you any good at it? I actually really enjoy it. I'm getting better. That's I'm not, not what I asked. I'm not good to the point that I'm getting a hole in one. Now, you know that there's a tradition that if you're in a golf club and you get a hole in one, you buy everybody who's in the club at that point a drink. Oh, do you? Yep. Well, I didn't know about that, so... Sorry, uh-huh. I'm nowhere near a hole in one. Are you going around wearing one of those silly caps... And check trousers. No. And a Pringle jumper. That's, that's like a stereotype, isn't it? More like anything. What do you wear to play golf? What I'm wearing now. So a t-shirt, some shorts, and the same bo- NY baseball cap. Some trainers. You know your NY baseball cap is actually Very New York it. Yankees. Yeah, I know. Okay. But it's NY. Um, right, so... Harry Potter, how did it play this time? Um, see, whenever I watch it, okay, I always 
think that I haven't watched some of the movies in the middle because I can never remember them. The middle ones are very dark. Yeah. And but, I'm always taken aback by them. Like, oh, wow, this is, this is going somewhere I, else. I've bought the um, oh Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. but I bought, So that's a game. Yeah, that's... Okay. Um, it's not... It's set in the Harry Potter world, but you create your own character and you basically just go to you go Hogwarts. to Hogwarts oh okay it's basically because I played the Harry Potter games on Playstation 1 it's like oh I used to enjoy those yeah yeah so like when you're watching them you can kind of see that they're more kid friendly say 1 and 2 possibly 3 but then you're going into like more darker territory yeah this is where I stopped watching them the first time round because I took you guys to see the first and second. Yeah. And they were kid-friendly horror movies. Yeah. Um, with no r- real fear content. Sort of like nice, safe scares, but no real fear content. But within a couple of movies, we'd gone to like these Grim Reaper things, uh, boarding a train, and these were scarier than the horror movies I was forbidden to watch as a child. Yeah. And indeed, you know, some of them were stronger than some of the horror movies parading around on the cinema these days. Because I remember this one. You know, Conjuring! There's one Harry <laughs> Potter film where one of them makes, I think it's Harry write lines or something in a lesson. Oh, and yeah. they actually burn into his skin. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And then when he talks to the snake and he does this weird, like, like he's not even knowing that he's doing yeah. it sort of thing. And you're just like, oh, this is a rather strange. But it's like talking about what what being able to watch movies in appropriate times okay it's like i can only watch jaws around about now yep and i tried to watch jaws twice but i I keep falling asleep and that doesn't to say anything about jaws it's just i'm very tired i can only watch the halloween movies in october Yeah. yeah i can only watch die hard at christmas die hard's not a christmas movie don't start with me, child. <laughs> Don't you start with me. Do not. <laughs> Don't go there, girlfriend. Just because it's set in Christmas doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Gremlins, Christmas movie. That is a Christmas movie. Okay. Die Hard isn't. It's set at Christmas. Die Hard isn't. It's a Christmas movie. No, it's, not. it's a damn Christmas movie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It isn't. Why are you tormenting me? Do you know something funny? I'll let you come onto my show. Do you know what's funny? What? I know it's a Christmas movie, but I like winding you up. <laughs> You're a hateful child. <laughs> you are indeed a hateful little child. You know that time when you were climbing the back wall when you were about two? Yeah. 
yeah. and I told you not to. Yeah. Then I looked through the window. You were climbing the wall. Yeah. And I told you not to. Yeah. And then I looked through the window, and you were climbing the wall. Yeah. And I put you down, and swatted your rump, and sent you on your way. Yeah. And the next time I heard from you. You were kicking the wheels of my car. Oh, was it just your wheels? No. Oh, did I actually... Yes. Hit your car? Yes. Did I make any damage? No. Oh, shame. You are still that child, aren't you? Yeah. But maybe you should have just let me climb the wall. No, because I was responsible for <laughs> you. Maybe you should have just let me have my fun and the car wouldn't have been kicked. Tiffany. Yes, Robin. I was in charge of you. Well, you weren't doing a good job if I could get up that three times. Have you tried supervising <laughs> you? <sighs> I, I, I can feel my heart rate going, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I really can. This is, I might not be here for episode 60. I might have died. I'm sure you will. That was fight. Ouch. <laughs> right, so what have you watched other than Harry Potter? I have watched last night, because I knew I had to talk about something. My problem is, okay, I watch series, but I'm watching series that have a decent amount of seasons. So, I'm still watching SEAL Team. And will be for some considerable time yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm on episode, I'm on series three, there's about six. Oh, yes, I'm only halfway. Yeah. Okay, so I can't really keep bringing that one up every time. No. So, I watched... A movie called The Menu, and it's on oh, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. I've seen the trailer in Disney World. Yeah, so they go for an exclusive. Who's they? Dinner, a group of people. Just people okay. isn't it? it is just people. Yeah, so I think you have about. I can't remember now. There was um, a group of three men, then a group man and woman, a few group of just men and women. Yeah, so about I think it's about a maximum of twelve people go on this boat they go to an exclusive place on an island and they have i can't remember they have a dinner basically yeah in a very like i can't remember how many posh isn't it it's very very posh as in it's like, so like a, a five star kind of place yeah i don't know if it's like a seven course meal or a 12 course meal it's something like that i'm astonished at how small everything was okay and she was like yeah but remember they're having like a 12 course meal and i was just like yeah but it's very small I, I, don't, I don't like these pathetically small, pretentious plate things. No, nor do I. But anyway, um, and then it turns out then that it's more like a like a thriller movie because then it's like then they the people that are so the people that are the chef and his workers all live as they on the island, and everything that they produce comes off the island. So everything they were eating was coming from the, the island. Okay. Well, nothing was getting shipped in and nothing was leaving, sort of thing. For the guests to leave, they had to play a game of cat and mouse. And it was, if you can leave, you basically they were going to get killed. Oh. So yeah. it was like, a, yeah, it was... It's a bit like Ready or Not. That's what I was going to say. It is yes. very it is much 20th, like Ready or 20th Not. 20th Century Fox movie, wasn't it? It is a Fox movie, yeah. Because is this the one with Ralph Fiennes as a chef? Yes. Yeah. Right, I've seen the trailer. I think it follows this really weird pattern that Disney have with some of their 
Fox horror movies. They come to Cineworld, uh, any cinema, and they don't seem to come on disc at all, especially in this country. They go straight on to streaming and nothing is made of it. They just turn up there. Because I'm still waiting for Barbarian to be released. All oh, right, Barbarian. I remember that one. Yes. What's that? It's a horror film on Disney Plus about these people who live under like a, a um, oh suburban tract house, isn't oh, it? Oh no, what's it called? An Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it. I really like that one. Um, it's kind of hard to describe without really going into spoilers. Yeah. But it's just a pattern that Disney have. They they tend to release a lot of Fox stuff straight onto their streaming service mm. and not give them a disc release. Oh. Mm. The, the only 20th century release I know of recently that's happened was Avatar. Yeah. That's on Disney Plus yeah. now. I'm surprised that we never saw a disc release in this country of uh, Come Play, which we saw on Netflix. Yeah. And is a really good horror movie. Have you watched it yet? I don't think I have. Oh. But you know what I have watched and we never touched up on it? What? A Man Called Otto. That's a good movie. That is a good movie, isn't it? Take it away. So, it's. I think it's one of Tom Hanks's better movies. I know he has a lot. It's hard to name... A film with Tom Hanks in it that isn't good. And off the top of my head, I can only think of Disney's live action Pinocchio. That was oh, a waste of his talent. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. But I really enjoyed A Man Called Otto. So I was just scrolling through what to watch one evening and I saw that and I didn't really read the description or anything. I just thought it was a Tom Hanks movie. I've not watched it. it it's got to be pretty good. So when I press when I watched it, it's basically about a man who's lost his wife and he's trying several times to kill him. Join her. Yeah, join her. Thank you. <laughs> Let's try and be delicate here. <laughs> um but every time he gets disrupted with his new neighbours that uh, live across him and it's just like She means across from him. Whatever. They don't live across him, do they? Whatever. Carry on. Carry on. No. You can take it away now. And it's It's a very good film. (laughs) Carry on. It's a black comedy. Very dark humour. Black comedy? Yes. That's what you call something that has dark humour in it. Black yes, comedy. Yes, it's a black comedy. Oh. Okay. That's actually what everybody calls them. That is the term for a darkly humorous film. Okay. It makes me sad, though, when you see Tom Hanks and you can see he's getting old because he looks old in that film. That film. <sighs> Yeah, but remember also, he is playing an old man who's embittered with life. He's had enough. 
and it takes a family who initially annoy him to bring him around. Yeah. Um, if you were going to rate, say, the Harry Potter series as a whole, what would you rate them out of ten? Probably go for an eight. An eight, okay. If you're going to rate uh, menu out of ten, how would you rate it? Mm, seven. Okay. If you're going to rate a man called Otto out of ten, how would you rate it? Ten. That's that's a perfect score. Yeah. Okay. I am a little bit surprised, and given the way that you were raised, a little bit disappointed that you haven't immediately jumped on board one of the best streaming series, which is now in its second season, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. No, I haven't watched Explain it. yourself to me, child. I haven't watched it. Have you watched season one? No. No, but seriously, have you watched season one? No. But you know where I'm going next weekend? To hell, unless you watch season one. No. Do tell. I'm going to France. Which has nothing to do with Star Trek Strange New Worlds. No, but it has everything to do with the Tim Burton exhibition that we brought up last time... I am now going. I can't yeah. remember if it was last time or the time before that. No, it was last time. Okay, I am now going. I'm going to France. I'm going to the Tim Burton exhibition. What do you expect to see in the Tim Burton exhibition? Movie props. Artwork. Original artwork? Original artwork. Okay. Things from Batman. 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 Gonna it's... miss that one, aren't you? Why is she Michael saying this so Keaton, Batman. I might even see the original suit. We have done. We have done. I've even held the original cape. And you've seen the bat bullet. Uh, is the bat the bat missile? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still gonna go see. And we've seen the penguin costume and been standing among props from the original Batmobile. I'm gonna see stuff from Beetlejuice, Corpse Bride, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Sweeney Todd. Big eyes. Big. Oh, big eyes. There's big fish as well. Yeah, but it's big eyes, isn't it? Yeah, there's big eyes and then there's big fish. I actually threw you with a Tim Burton title. <laughs> this may be my best show ever. Uh... Speaking of Tim Burton's Batman, yeah. that allows us to segue into The Flash. Which... Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to bother asking you if you've seen it it gives us the return of Michael Keaton and I think one of the best descriptions I've heard of Keaton's performance in this because we didn't know if it was going to be just a cameo or a couple of scenes but he's in it for over half the movie and Steve said and I quote Keaton's finally got his Batman trilogy. Oh, yeah. Um, but hang on. Yes. You didn't just see it one time, did you? No. 
we watched the film and we left the screening room, made a beeline for the ticket office and immediately then you turned and went back to the screening room. And how sec- can you do it though? The second screening was actually well, faster. Well, you walk forward. No, you how turn... can you watch the same movie one after each other? Was there any benefit of doing that? This yes. second screening was actually faster than the first. Much faster. Was there benefit of watching the same thing twice though? Hell yeah. Why? Well, there were bits that we missed when we blinked. <laughs> no, um, we went in, I went in, because I can only speak for myself, with absurdly high expectations. Because this well, yeah, is they've been making this movie for years. a Flash movie, and it's based on Flashpoint, where the Flash goes back in time to try and save the death of his mother. Mm. His father was implicated in the death and has served time in prison. Mm. So if he can prevent this happening, he can he can change what what happened to his family. And his father needn't spend endless years in prison for something he didn't do. But in so doing, in the in the comic book, he actually changes lots of things for other heroes it's it's like a ripple effect other characters yeah. have things that have changed for them um when the flash leaves the present time it's the present time with you know the justice league and uh, ben affleck as batman he goes back into time Meets himself from a few years earlier, still played by Ezra uh, Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that world, Superman never came to Earth. Okay. General Zod did in Man of Steel, but Superman isn't there to stop him. But Zod is still looking for a Kryptonian. The Kryptonian being Lara Zor-El, Supergirl, who is being held prisoner, powerless, in a government facility. Because they're trying to examine her to figure out where the hell she is, because she's an alien. So Barry Allen, the Flash, thinks, right, Nobody else exists. The Justice League doesn't exist. There's no Wonder Woman, no Aquaman, none of this. Uh, But he finds out that there has been a Batman. So let's go look for Batman. Only it's not Ben Affleck Batman. It's Michael Keaton Batman because he's in a different reality. Yeah. Now, when he finds Michael Keaton Batman, Bruce Wayne, because he knows the identity... He approaches the same Wayne Manor that we saw in Keaton's 89 Batman. (laughs) They use the same rooms. The same room with the absurdly long table. The kitchen that he has dinner with Vicky Vale and Alfred. Mm. And they have recreated the Batcave as it was with that computer setup. And with that Batmobile on a turntable. Yeah. And 
turns out that he hasn't been Batman for quite a while. He's, you know, in his late 60s. But um, if help is needed, then the cape goes on. And it's it's an emotional movie. It's action-packed from beginning to end. There is not a wasted second. And I said this in my review online. It's 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 perfect. This, I reckon, deserves to go down as one of the greatest of the superhero genre of films. It's a breath of fresh air to superhero it films. It is. Because a lot of the... I know you have an awful lot with films, with Marvel. Yeah. That everybody seems to love everything Marvel does. But I thought that Flash was a breath of fresh air. The same can be said of Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yeah. Because for me, with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Marvel has gone stale. I think that their universe has become too convoluted and too intertwined with TV series um, in order to keep itself going. They they don't make standalone films, and they don't make films that can easily form part of an overarching story, but you don't need to watch the second one. I mean, we saw a sting involving Loki. Yeah. And to be quite frank, I don't want to watch another season of that, because I didn't like the first one. I'm not planning on watching Secret Invasion. I don't like the fact that they've releasing so many TV series and you have to watch those TV series to understand the movies. I'm like, just give me the movie and give me a decent movie. Ex- yeah. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's like with um, the last Doctor Strange movie. Unless you've watched WandaVision, a lot of that movie isn't going to make any sense at all. No. Um, but with the DC movies, you can just... They're easily identifiable characters and it doesn't drone on endlessly. Also helps that they release their series on disc. Yeah. So you don't have to pay just to stream it. Other things... Oh, by the way, I gave that a 10. Wow. That is a 10 from me. Wow. I know, right? Um, What didn't get a 10 was the adaptation of Stephen King's The Boogeyman. Because I thought it's just the same old conjuring BS of loud musics and sudden close-ups. And in the end, that just annoys me because there's no skill to it. Marvel and Columbia gave us Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is a sequel to Into the the Spider-Verse. And... I wish I'd known before going in that it's part one of a two-parter. See, I did. I didn't, but then, you know... It was announced as a two-parter. I didn't see so, that announcement, never got the memo. It was all over the place. So... Not where I was looking. The two-parter is coming out. Well, the second part has, according to Steve, been delayed. From what I've seen, I don't know how true it is, but apparently it's been delayed until 2026. Wow, I'll just wait until then. 2026. I'm not watching something. Uh, that's that'll a, be on a that's an awful long time for a cliffhanger to an animated movie. Marvel, get your stuff together. 
but you can say the same about Avatar. I mean, they're, they're, that's, they're delayed so long. And they're... Yeah, he's yeah, waiting for technology and all this. Like, they're, they're all about the graphics. But the thing is, Whereas that's just an I saw movie. a meme, and as a with meme. most memes, meme. there is a grain of truth. Uh, James Cameron spent 15 years making Avatar The Way of Water and on its opening weekend it was actually beaten at the box office by Puss in Boots. <laughs> it wasn't just beaten by a little, it, it was a landslide. Yeah. It was Puss in Boots too. Yes. More puss, more boots. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded naughty. <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> Stop giggling, you child. No, it was you going, that sounded quite naughty. <laughs> um, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, I liked. Did you? I do like the Transformers. I enjoyed Action packed, like I enjoyed it. The only thing I found with the trans- that Transformers film was we saw it in 3D because that was the only showing that was available. Yeah. They're still doing looking, 3D yeah, showing. Yeah, but I, not not as many. I okay. I think that one. I'm really looking forward to seeing it in 2D because 3D didn't work in it. Ah, uh, that could also be the same. Same could also be said even for Avatar: The Way of Water. Yeah. Um. Now, if The Flash was the best film I saw in June. The second best, and I didn't think that this would be the case, but it is. The second one would be Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. 79-year-old Harrison Ford back as Indiana Jones. uh, Flashbacks to the Second World War. A device created by Archimedes which could have dire consequences for us all if this group of Nazis led by um, a guy called Voller, played by Mads Mikkelsen, gets his hands on it. Bulk of the action is 1969. The digital um, de-aging of Harrison Ford absolutely perfect. Hmm. And the thing that surprised me most, I the whole kingdom of the crystal skull. I like bits of that film, but there are bits I just don't understand. Mm. It seems like people just piled idea after idea after idea into this film with no clear path to get to the flying saucer ending that Steven Spielberg so badly wanted. So it was kind of like um a, a stew with everything in it and, and it ends up being nothing weird you know powder. chuck the curry in there chuck the chili powder in there <laughs> you know chuck the paprika in there what is it well it's hot yeah, you have a weird color palette in crystal skull as well that doesn't work and yeah. i actually felt that dial of destiny it made crystal skull actually just look like a bad movie it's a bad movie with good bits. Yeah. It's But the good bits don't make it into a good movie. No, because there aren't enough good bits in it. There there's a bit a sequence where they're in a temple and there are these like native 
tribesmen or whatever that seem to melt into the walls and then come out and attack and then melt back into the walls like the clay men in Flash Gordon's Trip to Mars. And I thought, we, we haven't heard of these before Indiana Jones goes in. Who are they? What are they? Why didn't they seem to know about them? Why are they even here? They don't even add to the story. There's a a scene in Crystal Skull as well that I I just... For me, it's one of those scenes where I like things that are far-fetched, but I couldn't take to it. Yeah. And each time I've watched it, that scene I've liked less and less. Which is? They're going through the jungle. Yes. And they're about to go over a waterfall and there's a tree. And they somehow manage to land on the tree and it bends perfectly and they drive off the tree. I I, I can't take to it. In in that film, you've already bought him climbing into a freezer and being nuked. Take your med for me. Oh my goodness. I thought I'd muted Alexa. This is a reminder. Take your med for me. This is a reminder... Let's not record these around five o'clock. But you can see with that one, with the refrigerator. Yeah, you'd, you'd already bought into the refrigerator. Yeah, you'd you'd bought, bought it in, in your favourite, yeah, you, actually, you um, Temple the, of Doom. The, the thing with the raft from yeah, the plane. Yeah. But the whole thing with the tree, there are some scenes where it's like, okay, right, I'm in. But the scene with the tree is like, no, this is just dumb. Do you know what I thought was just dumb? I'll tell you. Indiana Jones stuck in quicksand and they need to get a means of dragging him out so they throw a snake out there. Yeah. I just thought, no. The the whole thing with... (coughs) Anyhow, um, I like this. It touches a lot of the usual Indiana Jones tropes. Um, there are animal scenes with, with, um, you know, like you had snakes in the first, Mm -hmm. you had the bugs in the second, you had rats in the third. With this, there's a deep sea dive and it's eels. (laughs) And I, I thought that worked well. Um, in fact, there wasn't a great deal of the film that, didn't work for me this time around. I thought that this this was actually the ending that the indie films deserved. Yeah, yeah. Far more than kind of what we had in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Because exactly I, I, my favourite ending yeah. for the Indiana Jones films was at the end of the third, where he, Salah, and his father yeah. ride off into the sunset. It's like... When I watch the Indiana Jones films when I've watched on disc, a lot of times I've actually just stopped watching them with a third. Mm. There's the fourth one, there are too many parts. Like, oh, no. What are you going to do now with a fifth? you got to watch the, th- the fourth one, to get to two, the fifth. Three, five. <laughs> no, no, because there are things that address certain things in five that you don't like. You call it a flashback. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So that was um, what I've seen at the cinema. It was a busy month for us. Busy month. And we've got another busy one coming up as well with the release of um, Elemental. Yeah. We have Mission Impossible. Yeah. 
And we have Oppenheimer. And Haunted Mansion. <gasps> I want to see I thought that. that was August. July. That's what the July. poster says. Ooh, right then. Well, now we are talking. So our next episode is going to be a busy one too. Something that Steve and I have done um, since January. Yeah. And we finished it last Saturday. We have watched, in sequence, all of James Bond. Do you know what? I'm going to start in sequence. James Bond? No. Uh, Star Wars? No. Back to the Future. No. Indiana Jones. No. Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Okay. Shrek. No. The Universal Classics. No. Um. Uh, Marvel. No. X Men. No. Batman. No. Batman Begins. No. How many films are there in the series? Ten. Fast and Furious. Yes! <laughs> About time. About time. There's uh, 11. Well, there will be. No, there's 11, technically. What do you mean, technically? Hobson Shaw. Yeah. It counts. Uh, it, it does count. count. Yeah, but I'm just counting Fast and Furious movies. It's actually called Fast and Furious Hobson Shaw. So. Oh, no, whatever. Tiff, give me, in order... Yeah. Reverse order... A preference. Yeah. So the one you like least first. The five James Bonds. Five James Bonds? Five actors. I don't remember all their names. Try. Do you want me to say them first so you know which ones? Pierce Brosnan is my favourite. Yeah. Oh, correct answer. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you there. Yes. Uh, Have you read my article on the website? No, I haven't. She never reads my articles on the website, you know. I quite like Sean Connery. Okay. Okay. Is he Why second? Is... I don't know yet. We've got Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan. Roger Moore. Ah! George Lazenby? He only did one, Tiff. George oh. Lazenby. So he can be the last one. Why? Because he only did one. Timothy Dalton? You said five. Yeah, no, I forgot Timothy Dalton. Oh. Um, hang on. Having forgotten Timothy Dalton, I now have to apologise to Paul Evans, who listens to these. I did not leave Dalton out on purpose. It was a genuine mistake. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. So it's Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, Sean Connery. The one that did the one movie can be the six. And then Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton. Okay, the top three were agreed on. Yeah. Okay. In that order. Yeah. Then we transpose Dalton and Moore. Then I would Moore's say... the last but one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. But um, Lazy and Beast, the last one, because you know. Yeah, you only did one. So next time, we'll have um, some Pixar, some Haunted Mansion, and some Mission Impossible for me to cover. What are you going to do? 
I'm going to do the Grey Hill incident, which is a UFO invasion game. Ooh, ooh fours. Ooh. Like proper UFOs, grey ones. Now, yeah. now, next time, I want an exclusive review from you of About the Tim PC. Burton exhibition. <laughs> and my PC. Whatever. Tim Burton and, exhibition. And, and PC. I want you to do some streaming for us. Um, I suggest you watch at least season one of uh, Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. You know, on that Paramount Plus that I pay for. I'm watching Stallone Family. That's quite good, isn't it? It is good, yeah. I think it's finished now. It has. I've checked. Darn. I still have some episodes to finish on. There's eight episodes in total. I'm not sure if that's actually the entire series finished or... Or just a season. Now then, we need to set a date for when we are going to come back. Um, If we did this four weeks, we'd be doing another one in July. And I I don't think we should do another one in July. No. So, I have nominated and put it before the executive committee that we next meet up here. Um, It's a little bit later. And it's August the 12th. That works fine for me. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the 5th, and I was like, oh, I can't really do the 5th, because on the 6th I have dog fest. You've oh. just had a dog fest, don't we, Grady? This is the one that I'm doing stuff for. Add another Ooh. movie that I'll see by then, then. What? By then, then. Two. Ooh. And after that, Meg it'll two. be Saturday the 9th yeah. of September. Yeah. There's a second. There is. <gasps> Will you come with us to see that? Maybe. Sorted. Um, What's that pout and a maybe? Well, it's not punishment, is it? If you're doing it like after work, I get really tired after work, so there's no point me going. Uh, You won't be tired as an IC. I will. Says the person who slept through Stan and Ollie. Yeah. You were snoring. Yeah. You've snored before as well in the cinema. It was back. It was uh, Lord of the Rings. The Two Towers. No. No, it wasn't. It was... Uh, Desolation of Smog. Desolation of Smog. He, he snored as well. Before. I woke him up. He snored. Asked him well. to tell him he was asleep. And he said, has anything happened? Nope. Let me sleep then. Yeah. <laughs> so then I Leave me alone then. Uh, it, was, it was just very, very spiteful. So, until next time, it's goodbye from... Me, Tiff. Me, Steve. And from me, Robin, it's a stay low, stay sharp, and stay safe. If I could find where the hell I put our audio. There we go.